A lot of people are watching along with us. Things are going to be taken a lot further. It does keep the flow really, really nicely, which makes it a show that was really ahead of its time. Where's that petrified eyeball at now? Who's had it last? Macy is amazing, and she doesn't care about what other people think about her. Don't you feel like maybe Dodie represents the instinctive animal ugly part of us? I might have just been having a bad day when I gave it the math. everyone welcome to a brand new episode of we're in between the podcast where we discuss about every single episode of as told by ginger once a week last week we discussed about the episode next question and this week we have reached the season two finale discussing about the episode driven to extremes this episode debuted on june 29th 2003 the story was done by nate edinger and aaron ehrlich and the teleplay was done by aaron ehrlich in this episode a terribly strict substitute teacher comes to Ms. zorsky's class making everyone's lives miserable miranda arranges for the students to tp the substitute's house and ring the doorbell pelting her with eggs when she comes to answer ginger thinks this is going a little too far and backs out but when she becomes concerned for the substitute she decides to put an end to her classmates scheme on Monday, Ginger makes her speech to the sub about her strictness, and unfortunately, well, I'll reveal the ending later. Meanwhile, Carl offers to teach Mr. Licorice on how to ride a motorcycle for the Pet Talent Show, and I'm hoping that this episode is better than last week. So, let's get this over with. Let's go to season three already. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, I forgot you're not, you're not a, a end of season two fan. Uh, you warned me. Yeah, seriously, let's, let's do this. So, the episode begins with Ginger, Dodie, and Macy entering into class until they find out that Ms. Zorsky is sick with the flu and they're gonna get a substitute teacher and then they find out that the substitute teacher is a really mean and nasty substitute teacher who tells them to do all these things like no talking no passing notes in class they have to stare at the wall and if they go out of line then they're gonna be having there then they have to write like 10 15,000 word essays about some really obscure subject. And let me just mention that the teacher in this episode is voiced by Billy West. That's hilarious. I did not realize that. That's great. First quote that sort of set the tone of this episode for me, one of the kids is talking about Ms. Zorsky and he goes, yeah, she's sick. She's going to be okay, but she has to stay home for a few days. And it's like, kids don't talk like that. Like, that was just for exposition. So I kind of call BS on that line. Yeah, that is true. And it's the flu, you know? It's, it's I mean, of course she's going to be okay. Unless it, was the, unless it was pneumonia, then okay, that'd be a different story. But yeah, it's a little laying it on a bit thick. And this teacher, this substitute teacher is like one of the worst substitute teachers I've ever seen for any show ever. Really mean and nasty. The design of it is like really old and wrinkly and just nasty attitude really super nasty and it, it, she is completely unlikable yeah it's like i expected there to be the twist where she you know confides to ginger at the end that she just wants the kids to like her or she does it out of love nothing 
ever. No, nothing. And we've had episodes, and we've had, you know, uh, various Nicktoons that has had substitute teachers. Like, you know, you did one with Ray, uh, uh, you know, about a couple of uh, weeks ago. And we even briefly talked about a new teacher for Next Question. We say, yeah, we're having episodes dedicated to teachers for the next couple, uh, for these couple of weeks. Well, and especially we just covered, you know, Carl's teacher and that whole sad story, too. So there's been a whole lot of teacher stuff going on. Three whole weeks dedicated to at least one su- at least one plot point involving with a teacher. I would say that out of all of them, this is the worst one. Yeah, I would agree with that. I do find it interesting and kind of frustrating why how Carl and Hoodsy have been so Brandon-focused and less Blake-focused this season. I find their dynamic with Blake to be far more interesting than their dynamic with Brandon, but maybe that's just me. Yeah, you're right. There's been a lot more focus on Bl- uh, for Brandon, at least in the, the the past couple of weeks. You know, for example, we've had New Girl in Town, in which they have to go to Brandon's birthday party. We've had um, Next Question, in which, you know, they go over to Brandon's place so they can get close to the groundhog. We've had Never Can Say Goodbye, in which they help Brandon find it, Mr. Liquorish when he gets, um, when he goes missing. And yeah, you're absolutely right. There's been a lot of focus on Brandon throughout this season. I think there's been at least just as much or maybe slightly more episodes focusing with Brandon than with you know, Carl, Hoodsy, and Blake. Yeah, that's true. Now, in this one, Brandon and Mr. Licorice are going to a pet show, and they are training for various talents to see which one of them works. And Brandon wants to dress up Mr. Licorice in a sailor suit, and he plays the piccolo, and he's absolutely miserable. He he kind of hints throughout the, uh, throughout the episode that he is, like, not really liking the way that he's being treated. Now, this is another stock lot that we've seen. This happened in Doug, in which, you know, Doug wants to win the the dog show compet uh, the pet competition against Roger and you know he's pushing Porkshop to win the competition to do all these things and Porkshop is miserable and he doesn't realize it until the end of the episode there's a SpongeBob episode in which um you know, uh, and SpongeBob is training Gary for the snail race, and he's pushing him so hard that he pretty much just falls apart and gets weakened. So, this is another one of those stock episodes, and man, it's just so not interesting whatsoever. And it's a bit of a downer at the end. Yeah, it really is. What this episode did bless me with is the idea that Carl might become like an agent or some sort of talent scout or manager in the future, which would make so much sense for him. Yeah, that'd be kind of fun. It's like, I see potential in you, kid. Let's uh, let's see if we can get you to uh, do some acts for us. And they try everything. They do the can-can uh, with Mr. Licorice wearing ginger skirt. They have um, Mr. Licorice, per, you know, doing like a whole bunch of like crazy things until Carl decides, okay, we're going to give him an edge. We're going to put him on. We're going to put him these um, sunglasses. We're going to have him wear a leather jacket. And he's going to ride a motorcycle because that's never been done before. Right? Right. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, um, it doesn't get any better for Ginger's plot in which the teacher just is just so incredibly unlikable and then the, the students are just so fed up that they want to teepee her house and everybody's in, even even Macy wants to get in, which actually shocks me. It's like Macy, pure-hearted, good girl Macy wants to be involved in teepeeing a teacher's house. It's like, wow, th- this is really serious. Yeah, it's, uh, that sort of group think with the kids gets pretty out of control. 
Yeah, and it gets even worse when they find out that Ms. Zorsky is being quarantined at the hospital, and she has to stay there for three weeks. And so the students are even more miserable that they decide, in addition to TPing her house, they're going to throw eggs at her. And Ginger, then she realizes, okay, this is not right. I agree to the TPing, but I did not agree to the egg throwing. And she she pretty much just calls herself out, and all the students pretty much call her a traitor. Yeah, they turn on her pretty quick. I, for one, don't see a huge difference between the eggs and the TPing, but the fact that Ginger has a line is, uh, you know, admirable. And there is a great moment where they, you know, arrive at the substitute teacher's house, and they start TPing, and they, they're about to throw the eggs when she opens the door, and Ginger throws her body in front of it, blocking the eggs. And she isn't ultimately rewarded for it, because she, uh, you know is a pariah immediately because of it and the teacher doesn't even really thank her or anything that we don't get much closure on it at all and it just feels like ginger made a mistake when really i think she did the right thing i mean you would expect a thank you it's like oh ginger thank you so much for saving me from being pelted with eggs by these mean kids but no right. it's it pretty much is like oh no i see this stuff all the time this isn't the first time that kids tp my house you just have to put up with it until your next job it's like screw you lady seriously yeah but she definitely is based on real teachers that i've had you know there are people like that who get into education and it's uncomfortable but true <sighs> Yeah, but still, at least Ginger should have at least gotten a little thanks or maybe a little acknowledgement, but no, she gets nothing. So now she pretty much has no acknowledgement from the teacher, and all the students, you know, basically turn on her because she betrayed them, and Ginger was in a lose-lose situation. Now she has pretty much nothing. That's true. So we cut it back into Carl and Hoodsy's plot, and, it, you know, things do not turn out better for them because Mr. Licorice is just fed up. He's constantly in the motorcycle falling, and Brandon uh, starts getting a little bit more furious, and he says to Carl that he fires him for being his talent agent. And Carl is even pretty upset about it, saying, like, I taught that monkey everything he knows. I gave him class. I gave him pizzazz. And... At first, he kind of refuses to go over to the pet show, but then Hoodsy convinces him, saying, you know, we should do it for Mr. Licorice. And then Carl pretty much accepts it. And so then we go over to the, the pet show, and man, it's like a full-blown disaster. Brandon plays the piccolo, Mr. Licorice isn't dancing, and everybody is booing at him. Right. Have you ever played the video game Banjo-Tooie, Patricia? Briefly sequel to Banjo-Kazooie. I grew up on both of those games, and the, the piccolo lick, the little melody that he's playing, starts out note for note from the level Jolly Rogers Bay in Banjo-Tooie. It goes do-da-dee-da-da-da-da-da. And then the, the, the theme continues differently, but that just, for a moment, I was like, oh my god, is this gonna be the Jolly Roger Bay level on Banjo-Tooie? And it wasn't. I, I hope someone else out there heard that, because I feel like I might be going crazy. Maybe it is. I mean, who knows? I mean, this episode came <laughs> out in 2003 and you know if it takes a year to do it and banjo tooie came out in 2000 
I mean, you know, we've had um, our listeners comment about how, you know, certain songs sound like this whenever Jared does, like, his little homages. So maybe that's it. Or maybe it's a complete coincidence. Who knows? It could be. It very well could be. So, yeah. So even when Mr. Licorice picks up the piccolo and he plays it himself, nobody's impressed with it. They still boo. And they pretty much lose the competition. And um, Brandon is, like, really disappointed. And then Carl gives him a great lesson about how you should make Mr. Licorice something he's not, which we already learned this lesson. Remember the, the episode Never Can Say Goodbye in which Mr. Licorice ran away for that same reason that Brandon was over smothering him and trying to make him into something that he wasn't. I mean, sure, it was like for a pet show, but we kind of already did this lesson, you know, to a slightly more different extent because it's a pet show. But still, I mean, I'm not convinced. Yeah. No, it's it's just a weird plot, and it's more inv- involving animals again. It's like I love animals, but can we give it a rest for a second, Carl? <laughs> uh, all right, let's get to the ending. Uh, the next day, the teacher announces that you know she's gonna make everybody who was involved with the TP write a huge essay. Um, Ginger pretty much is fed up with it, so she moves her desk from the wall to where it was before, and all the other students are doing it. And she pretty much just lays it out thick to the teacher, saying, You're not Miss Zorsky. You don't deserve to be treating us like this. In order for you to get respect, you don't force it. You should earn respect. And she says everything correct to this teacher. She's standing up to this teacher, saying the truth, and what does she end up with? detention yep and that's just the end (laughs) yeah that's just the end a big flaming middle finger of an ending yeah i was really annoyed by that you should take what your teacher does even if you don't agree with it even if the teacher is mean and acts really unorthodox even if they're not your real teacher you should put up with it anyway or else you're gonna get detention i'm done i'm done with this episode shall we wrap it up Nay! Just nay! This episode is even worse than last week. Oh my... What is the deal with As Told by Ginger and not doing proper season finales? I mean, sure, I've had problems with Summer of Camp Caprice, but hey, that was their first TV movie, and at least, you know, they were actually following up to that. But no, this is worse. This is worse than the season one ending. This episode is awful hands down (laughs) one of the worst episodes of as told by ginger it does not make you satisfied in any which way similar to sibling revelry i hate both of their plots ginger's plot is so frustrating and irritating and just makes you angry and carl's plot is so predictable all the original ideas that were featured in the previous episodes throughout season two are gone for what a stereotypically stock plot with a pet show no i'm done no this nay just all around nay. This one will be a rare nay from me, though. I don't have much more to contribute than that. (sighs) All right. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. As always, we've made it through season two, and next week we'll be doing our season two recap. See you next time. Bye. (laughs) All right. Finally, that's done. Oh my god. (laughs)